Welcome to House Party, a podcast for real estate, news, and pop culture collide coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Eric Gunther. And it's just the two of us this week. No, say it ain't so, Natalie. Um, Rachel couldn't be with us, but Eric and I will carry on. And um, we're going to start with something that's a little spooky. Not spooky, I don't know. (laughs) Well, maybe a little if you're afraid of ghosts. I, I love real estate stories about celebrities that think they have paranormal activity in their homes. Why is that? I don't know. Because it just seems like, I mean, go, pe- people are so torn on whether or not ghosts exist. And so just to find out that a celebrity believes that this could be possible is is just kind of hilarious. But this story recently surfaced um, the latest celebrity to think that they could be haunted is um, Simon Cowell. <laughs> so Simon Cowell just uh, in in October purchased a 15 million pound mansion, uh, and he believes that it is haunted by the ghost of the lover of the Roman Emperor Hadrian. What? <laughs> what gives him this impression? Um. So the previous owner is this hedge fund billionaire who uh-huh. bought a statue of this lover. <laughs> Of the Roman emperor. Um, uh-huh. The statue is of a woman, Anti- I'm going to say this wrong, Antinius. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'll go with it. And uh, it's a it's an historic statue. He had it in the home and a bunch of, you know, strange occurrences started to happen. Um, it was delivered in this crate and he started hearing like rumbling noises and he started hearing Noises of things falling down, and the statue was still in the box. And uh, he's like, what the heck? Uh-huh. Um, just weird juju, weird vibes happening. And so the, sat- the statue has st- since been taken to a museum. Um, but the spirit is still said to roam the home where Simon now lives with his girlfriend and their five-year-old son, Eric. Huh. <laughs> great, great name on the kid there. I like that. Yeah, it's Eric with a K, or with a C. Though, oh, okay. oh, bleh. I mean, I know that a common, you know, not, you know, paranormal thing is where the, the statue is in the home and then you feel like the eyes of the statue are following you. You know, I know that that's a common paranormal kind of activity complaint. But this mm-hmm. this statue was packed away in a box? It was in a box inside the house. And so, you know, spirits can can go through boxes of of course they can they can move through things i i'm (laughs) i'm smelling a crossover between ghost hunters or ghost adventures and simon cowell well and simon cowell has apparently had problems with spirits in the past really Um, do tell uh yeah one of his previous homes they actually had to call out an exorcist (laughs) (laughs) due to supernatural events what's the source what's the what's the source on this hello magazine still this source is hello magazine so this could be complete bs um i just loved the idea of simon cowell being haunted by a ghost so but to perform an exorcism like what's yeah, going on he with was, this guy there must have been some serious things going on in the house i don't know uh, huh, huh. um but in any case simon cowell is being haunted by a roman emperor's lover <laughs> okay and he's living and is he continuing to live there yeah he still lives there absolutely huh he's also claimed to have seen a ghost while filming the x factor in 2015 how are you i am a little nervous why you got a 
a fantastic voice. So it's important for you that you believe in yourself. I've wasted a lot of time. Actually, maybe I haven't wasted time. Maybe I've... Um, so I think I just know. saw a ghost. Really? I'm not kidding. I am very skeptical about all this, but I'm, as, as you're speaking here, I'm, I guess... What it spurred me to look up was uh, have other celebrities reported, you know, that they felt haunted in their home. And Kendall Jenner uh, said that she believed the house her mother lives in is haunted. I mean, yeah. And if you're open to that, it it could be a thing. And Simon Cowell isn't alone in England. Uh, Adele said that she told The Sun that she said her place in Sussex is an $11 million million mansion. Gives her the creeps, and keep. And she's hired a nighttime bodyguard to keep watch. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she's like spending actual cash on. Yes, I mean, what's a bodyguard gonna do against a ghost? You need like a ghost hunter. You need yeah, like Zach Baggins, a, a spirit. Yeah, or you need just someone who's like equipped to deal with the spirits. Yeah, uh, yeah, like a ghostbuster or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right. There's there. So Simon is not alone. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I, I, I oh guess yeah. Celebrities do say that. Uh... And ghosts, ghosts aren't afraid. They're not like, oh, you're an A-lister. I have to leave you alone. Like <laughs> ghosts will haunt A-listers. They're not just, you know. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that, but yeah, ghosts don't really discriminate, do they? They just no, they don't. They just <laughs> they they, definitely they, don't. They just go for whatever they know. Speaking of places that are probably filled with ghosts, yes. Um, Actually, well, ca- castles. But <laughs> set the full scene. Disclo- set the scene. <laughs> full disclosure: Eric and I do not watch Game of Thrones. And I've seen a few episodes. A f- I have seen zero episodes, and it's not. I know uh, people around us have said it's. A, it's <laughs> we're taking a stance. It's like a bold mm-hmm. stance, and we're trying to be contrarian. No, I, I just don't care. I don't want to watch yeah. it. It's like it doesn't interest me at all. I, I don't like. I mean, I'm I'm against. I'm very anti fantasy sci-fi you know i make a few exceptions but i'm pretty much anti-fantasy dragon baloney mm-hmm. I, I like it's not like you're just no. doing this because it's such a cultural phenomenon no. that you want to be like again you know contrarian like you said to the rest of no the and, population yeah and there was a good article in the wall street journal i think last friday about people that are just like i don't care i don't want to watch it and people try and convince you and we've probably both had people in our lives that have tried to convince us that oh yeah you know oh you gotta watch game of thrones it's so different from all these other fantasy baloney stories you know nothing's gonna change my mind Mm -hmm. all this is to say (laughs) all this is to say that we did a story (laughs) Um, to celebrate the premiere of the final season of Game of Thrones, we did a bit of a listicle um, with a bunch of different castles in the U.S. that actually look like legitimate castles. Yep. And, uh, you know, just to celebrate the great architecture on Game of Thrones. Right. And so, um, so I mean, I, I can appreciate a castle. I, I, and I sure. Said, and I said, I, I mean, I, I... I'm surprised that there are... Because these some of these places look like legitimate castles. They have all the little details that a castle would have, the, right? The towers and the, the turrets, the turrets, and the, yeah, the, the, the stonework and the scalloped kind of you know uh, the look on the roof line where it's like kind of mm-hmm. like scalloped and yeah. I don't, and these are all residential places too. Yeah, these are places that people can actually buy. Yeah, there are, and I don't know how many did we round up in this this listicle. I found these castles myself, so I should know. I think I want to say we found about ten. So these are ten castles that are for sale right now you could buy a castle if you are that devoted to game of thrones that you say hey i want to live in a castle 
Right. And I say, bless, you know, go for it. Was there one in this group um, that you were like surprised, like either it was like a really good deal or it, it actually is kind of cool looking? Cool looking. Um, I like the one that... I mean, I, I like the one in Melbourne, Florida. It's a terracotta colored castle that kind of looks like a sand castle, and it's right oh, on the yeah, right on the that. beach, which is something I can kind of get with. I, I like the idea of being on a beach, but it, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This probably sticks out like a sore thumb, I would guess. Um, oh yeah, in the neighborhood, it does. It's it's kind of like Florida's answer to a cat. Like it's it's that kind of like Palm Beach pink. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's that terracotta, yeah, that that's yeah. kind of orangey, pinky. Yeah, it's the most modern of all of these. I'd yeah. say I was surprised by the fact that there was one castle for only six hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Where was that one? It was in Clever, Missouri. Oh, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I <don't>... um, <laughs> so yeah. middle of nowhere. Well. But uh, you, if you want to live in a castle. You can get one for less than a million dollars. Oh wow! And and as I'm reading about this castle, it also comes with a private zip line. That's cool. I can get down with a zip line. You like a? Pri- would you? You would take a private zip line? Oh yeah, absolutely. Would, wow. Hmm. I think our friends. I think one of my friends actually growing up had a zip line in their backyard. Dang. Um, but I've done with my family like the legitimate, like like on... go through the trees. Oh like, wow. Yeah. You know me. I'm very risk averse. I, I, I would never go on a zip line. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I don't know enough about Game of Thrones to say like, oh, this looks like something I've seen on the show or so. I know. I, I wish we could. I'm sorry for all of our Game of Thrones <laughs> listeners out there. We're not like, this looks like the place where Sansa or Jon Snow ca- would captured the the kingdom of the Night Queen. The Dance of Dragons. And the Ice the... Princess was in the House of the Lords. I I know. People are probably turning off the podcast as we're speaking. You have many enemies in Castle Black. Have you considered sending Alistair Thorne elsewhere? Give him command of Eastwatch by the sea. I heard it was best to keep your enemies close. Whoever said that didn't have many enemies. I'm not dissing Game of Thrones. It's just not my bag. So I I would say if you like Game of Thrones, and even if you don't, you will like this listicle about castles because there's something for everyone. So from time to time, what we do is we kind of scope out social media. We look at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we like to look and see what celebs, reality stars, folks, design professionals are up to out there in the world. And this week we highlighted one of the people out there that's working on home renovation projects. Jana Duggar of the Duggar family of 19 Kids and Counting. What number child is Jana? She, I'm guessing she's towards the older end because she's 29. So I'm guessing third, fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. I'm looking it up. She's one of nine daughters. So Jana is actually the second. Oldest? Oldest. Okay. And she's a twin too. Oh, wow. Okay. And Jana has been very active on social media. She has like almost half a million Instagram followers. Right, yeah. And she's been posting about this big makeover that she did. Her parents, I guess, took off for a week and went on vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so her parents 
um, were gone and she wanted to give them a gift. And so she recruited her siblings, some of her siblings, to kind of give their master suite a makeover. Right. Um, they put in a new bench seat. They – I think they repaint. Yeah, they definitely repainted. Yeah, it's, it's definitely got that – kind of gray white farmhouse feel it's definitely mm-hmm. got a new 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 color palette because i think prior to the renovation it was pretty like heavy wood dark it was so dark that she had before and after photos on her on her profile right and um they got rid like they got rid of all the heavy furniture they put in all new curtains they painted um yeah they, they redid the master bathroom mm-hmm. the yeah. master bathroom looks great and ultimately i think her goal is probably to attract the eye of T- know, tlc hgtv yes. perhaps chip and joe's new upcoming network i think you are you're on the right track with that i think that yeah i mean she's been on she knows she's been around reality tv obviously for the bulk of her adult life. Yeah, uh, all she, of her adult yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, she's, she knows what what it's like being around cameras, and she has obviously cultivated a following. As you said, she has, like, close to half a million followers on Instagram alone. Mm-hmm. So I think she is probably, yeah, angling for some sort of home reno, home decor show, if not with one of the networks, then doing something on YouTube or just having somebody kind of, you know – make her kind of front and center on some sort of renovation show i mean if she's able to have that many followers on instagram it it clearly proves that people care what she what she thinks i guess right (laughs) or what her design sense is or what a decor sense is and decor tips from Jana. i think there's a bright future for people like this who have a bit of an audience who can like prove prove their worth right for sure yeah and i mean i think she kind of do you feel like just in the photos that you've seen on Jana's uh instagram or any other social profile do you feel like she's kind of going in the joanna Gaines aesthetic is, is she dabbling in there somewhere i mean maybe i think i think God, I don't want to bash the renovation that they did. <laughs> don't don't bash it, please. Just I'm not. Just, just, no, it's just say. I I think Joanna Jeff. Okay, I'll, this this might sound a bit more diplomatic. <laughs> Joanna definitely has a point of view uh-huh. um, in terms of her design aesthetic and uh, the the renovation that du- the Duggars did for their parents is great. It definitely looks more updated, more light, more fresh. Um, but it's pretty like. There's it's pretty basic like it's not really nothing too special about it I'd say other than the fact that they did it with their own two hands so that's great but um, right and maybe she doesn't have a ton of capital to invest right yeah I'm sure they did this on a very shoestring budget and um, you know and they only they took they did it in like a week or a weekend so yeah no um, they showed what they could do maybe that could be a hook of the show you know do it on a shoestring budget do it. You know, here's what you could do. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most original idea, but yeah. No, can I? I mean, I do have one quibble though. I mean, they they left the the ceiling fan with the lights on it. Oh, you're not a ceiling fan fan. No, not especially <laughs> not the kind that has the the like those little like the four sconces hanging off of it. I mean, do the, you not like the look of it? Is it just yeah, too? It just. I mean, it reminds me of like a saloon. It looks like it should be in a, <gasps> a saloon and not in a bedroom. 
I definitely had one of those in my childhood bedroom. Well, not and that's funny. No, you can. <laughs> I mean, I have a ceiling fan in my home, but it's it, it doesn't have lights on it. I guess it, maybe it's the lights and it's that dark wood. I think that you know it just reminds me of like it should be in a saloon, not in a bedroom. <laughs> maybe that's the vibe they're going for. Who knows? I, yeah, I guess. Another obscure reality show that's gone on for a bajillion episodes is Tanked. Um, we've talked about it in the past, and Tanked is a show that features insane water tanks. No, Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Leave that part in, please. Uh, insane water tanks, also known as aquariums. Insane. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Insane water tanks. No, I've never seen Tanked, but you've you've sung its praises. I know that. I've, it's I've watched one. one episode, and it was the DeMarcus Cousins episode that we wrote about, um, mm-hmm. where they put a large aquarium in Boogie Cousins' house. You can't get much bigger and better than that. Try me. I can't even believe it. We did a tank for AD. We're going to do a tank for my man Boogie and Brown. Ah, I can't even believe it. Oh, my God. It's uh, Tanked went on for 15 seasons on Animal Planet and ran, I think, over... 200 episodes i want to say 250 <laughs> something like that so many episodes <laughs> so many to talk episodes. about aquariums a lot of content about aquariums uh that's a out, lot of content about aquariums out there in the world um for folks that are into it but you know sadly tanked was canceled after 15 seasons so uh one of the guys the host of tanked is selling his las vegas home his name is brett raymer he uh you know if you've watched tanked or even if you haven't uh, he is one of the front men for the show, and he's kind of, you know, he owns this place called, uh, what is it called? Acrylic Tank Manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And so he... Uh, <laughs> Very, like, SEO friendly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's, a, it's such a... Rolls right off the tongue. Acrylic Tank... Yeah, man- good, for, good for search. Acrylic Tank Manufacturing. So uh, they came up with the show Tanked, which much better title than Acrylic Tank Manufacturing. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so anyway... He is selling his Las Vegas home. It's up on the market for $3.2 million. He bought the place just five years ago for just a little over $1 million, and he has really put his stamp on the place. And uh, as you can imagine, he put in a couple of aquariums. One, Yeah, I was going to say, please, please enlighten us. Yeah, one uh, is in the <laughs> kitchen. It's a 700-gallon aquarium. He has kind of like a picture frame mm-hmm. around this enormous blue kind of tank just mm-hmm. sitting there in the kitchen it's uh, it's 700 gallons it's filled with 25 different kinds of fish and, uh, and what's weird about it though is that there's not like a i mean i guess you could put a dining room table kind of behind that second island to kind of look at the aquarium because there's mm-hmm. not a seating area kind of where you could just sit there and kind of just look at the aquarium it's kind of just like almost like a picture on the wall i just imagine someone just standing there and just looking at all the fish that would be me just like standing there and staring. I, I, that would be me. I, mm-hmm. I, I I think I would be mesmerized. I do not want an aquarium necessarily in my house. And I know, I, being honest with myself, I know I would not be able to keep up with the upkeep and the care mm-hmm. and the feeding and the water. And It's you know, a lot. It is it's a something lot. that someone who buys a house has to think of. It's a lot. and I. But I know that if I had something like this in my house and I had somebody that would you know just take care of it for me – I would spend a You'd good love it. I'd spend a good part of my morning just staring into the aquarium just watching the fish. You'd spend like more time in front of that than your TV or your Peloton. <laughs> Perhaps. 
there is a koi pond on the property, and then, then there's another aquarium somewhere else on the house, and we don't have the picture of that. But we did talk to the agent, and he said there's a second aquarium. And what he did tell us, though, is that Brett Raymer is leaving all the fish with the buyer. So if you <gasps> tanks included, yeah, the the aquariums obviously are included. I mean, they're part of the house, they're part of the structure. But he is leaving behind the fish as well, and so you, the buyer, if you mm-hmm. will get the the fish that are in the koi pond, and then also in the two aquariums in the house. I have two things. One, yes. okay, so the place is listed for three point two million. I yes. think you already said that. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> that's a lot of money, mm-hmm. and it comes with this whole like responsibility of keeping up these fish and mm-hmm. cleaning the tank and everything. Mm-hmm. That's a huge. Uh, I wouldn't say that as a selling point for the house. Um, it seems like a really niche market of people who are wealthy enough to buy this place and One. who are wa- going to be willing to. I mean, I guess they pay someone to clean the tanks. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the house itself is no small potatoes either. It's nearly 10,000 square feet. So you have upkeep already, you know, just with the house itself. And Mm -hmm. then on top of that, you you factor in the aquariums. And so there's there's additional upkeep. You know, a lot of people buy these big mansions, like say uh, DeMarcus Cousins bought a big mansion in Las Vegas. Then you have these guys come in and install a tank. This, if you're into the the high end aquarium idea, this is like mm-hmm. pre installed. This is like ready to roll. It's like turnkey. That's true. Bless. I mean, good luck selling this one. This is <laughs> the style. I mean, the style is very. It's very yeah unique. Very it's, over the top. So it's gonna. It's not gonna appeal to everybody. It's gonna take a very specific buyer at this price point with all these unique amenities. Right. Um, if they sell it, then I, I, I'm i saying it right now that we can put him as our winner. <laughs> You're saying mark it down right now if this place sells Yeah, for mark us. it down. Like, wow. like hold me hold me to it. Like, I hold you accountable. Yeah. Well, he will be our winner if this place sells at asking. All right. Well, <laughs> thank, Eric, thank you so much for catching us up on our tanked news. Yes. Very important. Of course Stay it is. on the cutting edge of all, all things tanked. And Vegas. And Vegas. Now is a great time to move on to winners and losers. Winners and losers is the segment where we discuss celebrities and the real estate that they bought, sold, rented, and those who made a good deal and those who may have lost some cash. Um, This week's loser is DMX. DMX was a or <laughs> DMX is alive. alive. <laughs> the rapper has had, shall we say, some issues over the past couple of decades. Mm. Yeah, so he's been in, you know, uh he's been arrested a bunch. Uh TMZ has well chronicled all of his brushes with the law, his run-ins. I think he's spent some time in jail. He's had financial difficulties over the past couple of decades. He's had uh, you know, I think he's been in and out of rehab, so He's had mm-hmm. he's had his fair share of problems. He's also kept a house in Westchester County up there in New York for mm-hmm. the better part of a couple of the decades. He, I think he bought it in 2000. Yeah, 2000. It was two, the year 2000. Um, so he's had it for two decades and he paid 649000 I think he took out a couple of loans on it. It was almost foreclosed a couple of different times. Now it is finally looks like it's pending sale and it's a short sale. So he mm. owes more on it than it is worth. And there are no pictures of the interior. 
So the exterior looks pretty overgrown and not that great. Uh, so I can only imagine that the inside is not that not worth showing. So is uh, he is DMX from the Mount Kisco Westchester area? Yeah, he represents Yonkers. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, he uh, he shouts out Yonkers uh, when he gets a chance. Okay. He uh, bought this home, like I say, a couple decades ago. It's uh, been in and out of foreclosure. He's rescued it a couple times, and sadly, it looks like he's about to sell, and he probably owes more on it than it will sell for. Mm-hmm. So. He, it says, according to the article, it says um, he claimed to owe $2 million to creditors and listed his Mount Kisco home as one of his assets. Right. Uh, it was on the market for six hundred ninety nine thousand. So, oh. so I don't know how much of that you know if it does. In, you know, it's, like I said, it's in pending sales. So, and the agent we spoke with didn't really have a lot of information to give us. Um, so we're waiting to see if that seven hundred thousand, if that's what the bank will approve, and of that seven hundred thousand, how much will DMX actually walk away with? Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's lift it back up a little bit. Yes. Um, let's talk about an Olympian. An Olympian is this yeah. our, our winner of the week? Does she get a gold medal? We'll give her a gold medal. Um, our winner of the week is Serena Williams. Yeah. And Serena just sold her Los Angeles home for more than she paid for it. Well, yeah, but she did have to take a bit of a price cut. Can we call her a qualified winner? Maybe. Uh, sure, we can. <laughs> maybe we can put a, a little maybe, asterisk next to it. Can we? Can we give her a silver medal? Maybe not a gold. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, but yeah, no. Whenever you whenever you can sell a home for what, more than what you paid, you deserve yeah, you, you deserve a medal. But she did put the mar- house on the market for twelve million originally. So right. That- so so Serena put this house on the market. Um, it was listed in October 2017, and uh, she put it on for 12 million. And she sold it um, reportedly last Friday for 8.1 million. What did she pay for the place? She paid six. Uh, 6- Point six two million. Oh, so she she made out like about one point five million. I don't know what she put. You know, if if she did upgrades to it over the time that she lived there, but uh, I think just the fact that she was able to you know get her price, or she didn't get her price, but I, that she was able to get more than what she had put into it. Yeah, and um, she, I think that's all that she was trying to walk away from. I mean, it it had been on the market for over a year, so right. I'm sure she was itching to get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's a winner off the court. She st- she had another house. I know we covered it. Uh, we do have an article. If you just search serenawilliamsrealtor.com, um, you can find the article where she, we talk about the house that she ended up buying in Los Angeles, which was a, if I remember correctly, was a kind of a more modern house. Um, mm-hmm. And this one was more formal. So, yeah. Yeah. She bought the new – the place she's currently living in um, in October 19th is when the deal closed. Okay. And, yeah, it's way more modern. I'm sure it was built within the last handful of years. Oh, no. It was built um, – it was – I think she's the first person to live oh, in Oh, she's the first. Okay. Yeah. She's the I first think it was, I think it was brand, brand new, like a spec home mm-hmm. built, all modern, nice. Uh, the house that she just sold, the one that we're calling her a winner for, was more – I think it was a like a 1920s style house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bel Air. So anyway, so that – you know, Serena made more than she paid. So that's why she's our winner. You're calling her a winner. I'm calling her a winner. Bless. And with that, I think it's time for us to go. 
Uh, listeners, if you want to check out these stories that we discussed or more real estate stories, you can check them out on realtor.com slash news. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at podcast at realtor.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at housepartypod. Uh, if you like what you heard today, please subscribe. Um, give us a five-star rating and write a review. It really helps people find us. So the more great reviews we have and the more ratings we have, the more people will hear about House Party. Um, Eric? Thank you, Natalie. It was very fun talking with you this week. Very fun talking with you, too. And listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. Join us next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.